Hello, everyone, and welcome to your five to ten minutes of I Can't Believe That Happened, a crazy moments in history podcast. Listen on your way to school or work and have something really cool and neat to talk about. If you can be very, very nice to this podcast, please share us. Make sure you tell a friend, share with a group online, or just say something really nice about us on iTunes. Here we go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's I Can't Believe That Happened. I'm going to do a little bit of a swerve to the left. I was planning on doing a different episode, but I somehow just started to run across stories about Sergeant Stubby. I think you'll see that there's a movie out either now or really soon, and I just had to talk to you guys about Sergeant Stubby. And no, this is not a short person who is in the Army. This is a very cute dog, and had to go into the wild, crazy, incredibly brave, and wonderful story of Sergeant Stubby, which began in 1917 when Private J. Robert Conroy found a little brindle puppy with a stubby tail, and that became the name for Sergeant Stubby. Stubby started his military career as the mascot for the 102nd Infantry 26th Yankee Division, which was where Private J. Robert Conroy was serving. And this is during World War I, so we're talking like 1917. So Stubby was really, really smart, not just like the way I talk about my dire wolf shepherd smart. Stubby was brilliant. And he learned how to answer to bugle calls, learned the drills, and he even found his own ridiculously adorable way to salute. He put his little right paw up to his right eyebrow. So you can only imagine how fantastic this was and the morale boost that Stubby gave to his infantry. Okay, so now we're getting to where they were ready to ship off to France to fight in World War I. And animals were absolutely not allowed. The dog was definitely not supposed to be on the SS Minnesota going to France. So when everyone got onto the boat, well... Sometimes we do things we're not necessarily supposed to do, and Private J. Robert Conroy just could not leave Stubby behind and hid Stubby in the coal. Like many things hidden, Stubby was found, and Stubby was brought before the commanding officer, which was kind of frightening for everyone. No one knew what was going to happen. So if you can just picture, I'm going to guess, a wildly sheepish, embarrassed, and frightened private standing before his commanding officer and bringing forward little Stubby, who, okay, just giving you a general idea, Stubby was also really tiny and very brave, brindle little puppy, kind of looked to me like a cross between maybe a terrier and a pit bull, but I'm going to link this in the show notes so you can actually see a picture of Stubby. So if you can just picture Stubby walking up and commanding officer, well, Stubby promptly salutes the commanding officer, who, being human... (laughs) couldn't resist, and Stubby got to stay, which is a really great thing, and you will hear exactly why this ended up being the best thing for this infantry. So in February 1918, Stubby accompanied his troop to the front lines. So this is where there was a big war. I don't know how much you guys know about World War I. Maybe I'm going to do an episode later because there's some really fascinating stuff about it. But it was a different kind of war than maybe what you've seen on TV. This is um, trenches. So big holes were dug throughout the landscape. And the front lines are where everything was happening inside these trenches. And Stubby was there at the front line with his friend. Um, This is where Stubby got his first real injury. And 
It's okay. I promise you, this is a happy story. So deep breath, everyone. It's going to be okay, but this is really cool. Not great for Stubby, but it ended up being great for everyone because Stubby gained what I like to think of as a superpower. There was a gas attack and Stubby was injured in this gas attack and had to go to the field hospital where Stubby completely recovered from this gas attack with one exception. Stubby became incredibly sensitive to the smell of gas. Even the smallest trace amounts of gas would leave Stubby barking up a storm. Well, Stubby goes back to his infantry to be with the other soldiers. And late, late in the night or really early in the morning, there was another gas attack, but everyone was sleeping. But Stubby, being so sensitive, smelled it right when it began and began barking and woke everyone up and saved many, many, many lives. So that is a pretty amazing dog, and it does not end there. Stubby became really good at rescuing the American soldiers, and he did this by listening in the trenches. And since he's a dog, his hearing was really good. Most dogs' hearing, really good. My dog's hearing about anything other than food, not so great. Okay, getting back to Stubby. Stubby was able to hear English. And um, not that he can hear other languages, but he knew to respond to English. So Stubby would listen for anyone crying out or talking in English and would run over in that direction and sit next to the person and bark and bark and bark until the paramedics would come and save them. So, wow, that's an amazing dog. And it gets even better and more brave. So Stubby captured a German spy. So the Americans and the French were fighting against the Germans at that time. And there was a German spy, a German soldier, who was there trying to map things out. And the spy thought that he could get Stubby to come and hang out with them. I mean, there's not a lot of happy or joy in a war zone, especially in the trenches. And the soldier saw this cute little dog, so tried to get him over. And Stubby growled and growled and growled and then bit the guy's leg and held him there until the soldier was captured by the U.S. military. Um, This is where Stubby became Sergeant Stubby because in capturing the German soldier, he was given the first, well, he was the first dog to attain rank, official rank in the U.S. military. So war is dangerous, and I'm promising you this is a happy story, I swear to you. Um, But it is a dangerous thing to be in a war. And there was a grenade that went off and Stubby took shrapnel to chest and legs. And Stubby had to go to the field hospital to recover where he did. Stubby recovered and he spent his whole time in the field hospital visiting other soldiers. And that's how he spent most of the rest of the war, just recovering from his injuries and trying to raise the spirits of his fellow soldiers. And I do say fellow soldiers. This is an official sergeant. This is an animal that actually became an official part of the military. So by the time the war was over, Stubby had been in 17 battles. That is amazing. And his retirement was no less impressive. He led the American troops in a review parade. He went to the White House multiple times, meeting presidents Woodrow Wilson, President Harding, President Coolidge. And Stubby actually got decorated by General Pershing. I'm hoping I'm saying that right. The commanding general of the United States armies. And to the end of Stubby's story, which is so amazing, Stubby follows his dearest friend. You remember Private J. Robert Conroy? 
Well, J. Robert Conroy, after the war, decided to go into law. So he went to Georgetown University and he brought Stubby. How could he not? And Stubby became the mascot for Georgetown University. That is the story of Stubby, my friends. And next week, I'll get back on track and go back to the Royal Dogs. But I couldn't resist taking a minute out and talking to you about Stubby. When you have some time, go online and I'll have all these show notes linked up to pictures of these things. And maybe I'll even try a drawing or two or an animation. But at least you can see all these people and who we're talking about. Have a great week and make sure you share this episode with someone else you think might enjoy the story of Sergeant Stubby.